What's up, everybody? I'm Jake Stone. And I'm John Uni. Welcome to the first ever episode of the Super Weirdos Shattered News Podcast. As some of you may know, Uni and I started a web show a couple years ago called Weirdos. Weirdos. We only did three episodes, but uh, we had a lot of fun. We've been wanting to do more of that for a while now. So uh, those of you who saw that know that it's like a sketch comedy format. I always jokingly said that it's uh, like kind of our, our version of SNL, uh, a much lower budget, Better. not not live, Better. not as funny <laughs> version, but better. our Have version. Have you watched Saturday Night Live recently? That's true. Yeah, it's better. And when we decided to make a podcast, I was like, well, if Weirdos is our version of SNL, then the podcast could kind of be like our version of Weekend Update. So here we are, back from... Obscurity, the dead, stronger, better, faster, fatter. <laughs> What's the fatter <laughs> and super? So the format of our new podcast will be to tell news stories of the week with our unique weeks, super weirdos weeks. slant, and uh, we'll also have interviews, special segments, guest spots, and I'm also excited that we're going to be featuring some original pop music that's sort of funny also very articulate was that your phone buzzing i think it was yours very professional jerk <laughs> so okay um now that that's happened let's begin take the first story do that yes please so in exciting international sports the world cup is well underway yes it is teams are fighting across russia to survive the group stages and make it into the elimination rounds uh for our american listeners the world cup is an event where countries from around the world compete in soccer to determine who's the best See, I, I don't lost you already. I don't understand. I lost you at soccer, I didn't I? I yeah. What is the sport? I yeah. don't understand. Well, okay. Here's better <laughs> for our American <laughs> listeners. There's a new episode of Ellen tomorrow, 4 p.m. NBC. Watch it. <laughs> okay. So, um, since you brought up the World Cup, yes, I, I also wanted to bring up the fact that it's causing breaks all over the place. So. England's dominating performance broke their record for their biggest ever Boy, Harry World Kane, Cup baby. win. Yes. Also, in breaks, dozens of females are breaking into Cristiano Ronaldo's locker room, of course. Ugh. He's I mean, idiots. Yeah. Okay. He actually just, is. And he's a crying, whiny baby. Talk to my wife and her eyebrows because she thinks oh, differently. He's the worst. It's the only reason she even knows what soccer is. Yuck. Uh, and whoever's in charge of the social media for Burger King in Russia seems to have had a mental break. That is one possible explanation for a real post claiming that one fast food chain would present 
$47,000 and a lifetime supply of Whoppers to women who were impregnated by World Cup players. The promotion encouraged Russian women to secure the best football genes and ensure the success of the Russian team for generations to come. And it ended with the line, Forward, we believe in you. The post was quickly taken down and Burger King issued the statement, We offer apologies for the announcement we made. It was too offensive. Which, incidentally, also broke the record for the biggest understatement of the entire year. Shouldn't... Shouldn't it be, like, the Burger Czar? <laughs> in that case or something like that? I mean, the Burger Dictator? I don't know. The Burger Hammer and Sickle? Speaking of which, did you see any of the tweets that came along with um, the... Uh, when IHOP changed his name? Yeah, so I've got that story, too. Okay, Do you, do you have it? No, I okay. don't, but we'll, we'll come to that, because that, that, to me, cracked me, especially the Wendy's one, when we get to that. So here we go. Wendy's is totally so classic. International House of Pancakes, yes. or IHOP, announced this week that they are temporarily changing their name to IHOB, or International House of Burgers. The chain will now be serving seven new types of hamburgers in an effort to rebrand and reach a wider audience. And here I didn't think there was a wider audience than the customers of IOP. <laughs> Don't worry, folks. The diary is the same. <laughs> the surprising news, actually, is that several burger chains attempted to bash IHOB on yes. Twitter following the announcement. Classic. Wendy's yes. tweeted... Remember when you were like seven and thought changing your name to Thunder Bear Sword would be cool? Like that, but our cheeseburgers are still better. First of all, Wendy's, how do you know your burgers are better? Have you actually tried the IHOP burgers? Second of all, if anyone is acting like a seven-year-old, it's you with this not-so-sick burn. I mean, seriously, I've had worse burns from the back of leather seats on a car on a hot day. If you're going to throw shade, Wendy's, do it with some dignity. Great delivery. Third of um, all, no. Thunder Bear Sword. Yeah. Awesome. Name. Awesome name. name. Awesome Great name. name. No, I'm sorry, I, Wendy's. Awesome name. I was specifically talking about a a Twitter where a tweet where somebody asked Wendy's, you know, if they were just gonna if they were just gonna stand for that for for IHOP changing their name to International House of Burgers, and they said they weren't really worried about somebody who thought pancakes were too hard. <laughs> Yeah. Wow. Pancakes are too difficult. You saw that. You saw that Burger King changed their logo though yeah. for that day. Classic to. Uh, yeah. To a pancake king. I, I think it's hilarious that all these companies are like hitting hard. I hop. It's all like about the social media. I mean, I get it. If you want a good time, go and read the Wendy's. <laughs> Seriously, go and read the Wendy's Twitter account because whoever runs that or whatever group of people run that are literally vicious. I mean, they will burn. Obviously. They will burn people down on Twitter. Like, people literally request the Wendy's Twitter account to burn them. Wow! Just to make fun of them. It's classic. I mean, what does that say about their burgers? Are they always burned? No. <laughs> they char broiled. You know, Wendy's are better than anybody else. I mean, they well, are better than the other probably fast food burger. Burger whoppers are decent. Yeah, Wendy's steak and shake does. tastes like toilet water. I mean, I, th I feel like we can all agree on that. I mean, the only time you go to Steak and Shake is when you've had a long night. <laughs> the, night the night is well along <laughs> and the days drawn near. I, I definitely feel like everyone can, yes. can definitely agree on that. Yeah. So some news that I'm very excited about. 
is that Looney Tunes are officially making a comeback. Really? Really. So okay. Warner Animation Group made the announcement that 50 shorts of varying length are currently in production with many more to follow. I've always loved Looney Tunes. Bugs Bunny, I mean, like, I feel like those, I mean, my personal opinion, they're way better than, like, Disney. Like, Mickey Mouse and Pluto, and I mean, they're way better, but maybe that's just me. And They're usually way more, they're, they're a lot more thoughtful. Um, they actually have, like, a lot more, there's, there's, like, there's a lot more, there's, there's actual a lot more jokes. adult undertone to yeah. them. That you know that you wouldn't get. There's you know, actual jokes like versus just like, oh, I'm a funny mouse right, driving a exactly. steamboat, you know. <laughs> Poor <laughs> steamboat Willie. But you know, the older I get, I actually feel sorry for Wiley e. Coyote. I mean, it's not because he never catches Roadrunner. It's because his name so poorly fits him that it's really sad. I mean, yeah, it's like not Wiley. It's, it's like calling, the definition of irony. Yeah, it's called it's like calling Forrest Gump Einstein <laughs> or like The Bachelor good television. <laughs> I mean, it's just wrong, and I don't support it. Or Dancing with the Stars, a talent <laughs> competition. <laughs> what do you got? All right. So, you know me. I like to. Uh, Scoop around to uh, find the most interesting news stories that I can find from across. Of course. So, I found that two semi-trucks crashed on a highway in, Ar- on, in Arkansas on Thursday. Okay? Okay. Leaving miniature bottles of whiskey scattered across the road. So, the Arkansas Department of Transportation shared photos of the aftermath of the crash between the two trucks. Hundreds of bottles of Fireball Cinnamon Whiskey... Spilled onto the highway, and curiously enough, college co-eds and frat brothers from the University of Arkansas showed up to help clean up the of mess. Of course they did. <laughs> yeah, isn't that heartwarming to see the youth of America going out of their way, being selfless? That's what it's about. Okay, <laughs> you just never These leave a man kids. behind. These I mean, are like kids who, I mean, they've. They've they know their priorities. The right you know okay. what I mean? They've got it in the right place. That's right. Their hearts are in the right place, and they were there to. Curiously what a enough, public service. Yeah. I mean, really. I mean, I don't think the bottle count was exact when they were done, but I mean, that's, that's close that's enough. Tough. They're good people. I mean, they're good people. So, in music news, oh lord. A Kurt Cobain Museum exhibit in Nirvana's hometown of Aberdeen, Washington was destroyed in a fire Saturday. Courtney Love did it. While there is overwhelming evidence that the fire was set by an arsonist, police in Aberdeen have closed the case, concluding that the museum set fire to itself. Wow. I mean... See what that is right there? That's a good joke. (laughs) And for the people out there who are listening, if you didn't get that, you are not a kid of the 90s. Thank you. Because Courtney killed him. Yeah, clearly. It's Courtney's fault. Yep. So. Okay. So, <clears throat> Canada, my homeland, right? Okay. 12-year-old kid from Canada calls 911 twice after being served a salad. Yes. Okay. The incident takes place in Nova Scotia. That's on the East Coast. Or Nova Scotia, as they like to call it. No one. No one calls it. <laughs> 
that that's on the East Coast because I know in the education system here in the United States, Canada is one gigantic gray blob that just exists above the Fort North like, Carolina. Like the left blob? Yeah. Or the right blob? It's on the right side of the blob. Or like the middle it. blob? I know they speak some funky language in yeah. the middle blob. Look roughly above Maine. All right. Is that that's where's the best Maine? I can do. <laughs> wow. Okay. So yeah. So he calls nine one. Not a scientist. <laughs> that's never been <laughs> up for debate. Uh, yeah. So he calls nine one one because his guardian. <clears throat> I don't know why they use the term guardian. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, makes him a salad. Not happy about it. Okay. Then calls nine one one back again because he's angry. That they haven't showed up yet. Because he still has this salad in front of him. Wow. Not happy about it. So, when they get there, the Halifax District Royal Canadian Mounted Police try to explain how important it is for parents to speak to their children about the appropriate use of 911. And that 911 in Canada is only to be used in instances where Americans are trying to drink Budweiser on Canadian soil. Okay? <laughs> Keep your urine water below the 49th <laughs> parallel, you filthy animals. <laughs> Fun fact. Don't know if you knew that. That's literally why they set up 911. Wow. No one gets killed Just in for Canada. That. We don't Just have guns. That. I mean, so I was it's wondering. beer. It's all beer related. I was wondering. All beer related. So in honey news. <clears throat> honey? Honey. You're digging deep for this one. Oh, <laughs> Get ready. Oh Get ready for some sweet content here, folks. Waist deep in the honey hole. <laughs> you go to honeynews.com? Where do you look for honey news? A woman who claims <laughs> to own a small vial of moon dust that she says was given to her as a child by none other than the Lord Neil Armstrong. Oh, sure. Has now sued NASA. Mm -hmm. She's afraid NASA will come after her because of her Previ because of their previous position that private persons cannot own lunar material. NASA would neither confirm nor deny the authenticity of the lunar sample, which pretty much means, oh, honey, that is just a vial of cement dust <laughs> that Neil Armstrong gave you when you were a kid. He sold you a bill of goods, sweetheart. <laughs> that was left over from when he did his driveway. <laughs> I mean, it probably made her feel good as a kid, but now sure. she's suing NASA. I yeah. mean, come on. Just add water to it. See what happens. <laughs> just Let's just see what happens. Yeah. Let's just see if it, it turns into a sidewalk. Put it in a really tiny wheelbarrow. <laughs> pour some water in there. Stir it around. I don't think you're going to be happy with the results. I think... I have a strong feeling. No one else will be surprised. Yeah. But I think you might have a You know what's funny? It's, it's funny to me, because these are the kind of stories you can think of where... <clears throat> You know when someone learns something as a child and, like, everybody else knows the truth, but, like, it's it's something that they, <laughs> like, nobody corrected them on. Yeah. And, like, they're 45 and they still believe they have a vial of moon dust when it's actually, like, like he scooped something, you know, out of the dirt someplace. Clearly and like, some literal cement you know, or and she's, something gray. Yeah. Yeah. And her cerebral is, like, holding onto that thing hard, you know, because... <laughs> Nobody was kind enough to sit her down and say, no, that... Like I said. That didn't honey, happen. Honey, yeah. I'm sorry. Oh, honey. But that's just not what you think it is, darling. All right. 
So, going into the Asian Sea. Okay. In recent years, okay, Japan's population has been aging. They have one of the fastest aging populations. Their, their population is getting weighted towards the high end, basically. They okay. Have, they have a lot of um, older people, sort of our version of the, the baby okay. boomers who are aging and so okay. on. It's the same thing with the, with the Japanese. So because of that, funerals have become more commonplace. Okay. And as a result, in an effort to combat low turnout, one funeral parlor has tried to make the process as convenient as possible oh my. by adding a drive-through oh, window. Yes. I knew it was drive-through coming. Drive-through funerals. I knew it was coming, and at the same time, I'm yes. surprised and appalled <sighs> and shocked. So people get to pay their respects without getting out of their Prius. <laughs> it's wonderful. And like most I love how you use the Japanese. Oh, of course. You yeah. know. Of course. Like most drive-through services, you know, the goal has been to speed up service for mourners. Get them in and out as fast as possible. Unfortunately, one attempt failed when the funeral parlor. Do they have like a, a tear vacuum instead <laughs> of instead of tissue? You don't want it on your car. That'll I ruin mean, the leather. Let's, that salt you water. Know, no. You can plug it into your you know cigarette lighter. Yeah. Does anyone still use cigarette lighters to light cigarettes? I don't I'm, even know if they come with the little thing anymore. Do they? They're not? all just like twelve volt. I figured plugins. it's I just a USB. The USB has become the new cigarette lighter. <laughs> There's not enough electricity in a USB to light a cigarette, but... So, one attempt at this convenience failed when a funeral parlor tried to team up with McDonald's to deliver the ultra-convenient service. And Himo Otawe complained after he apparently paid his last respects to a double quarter pounder with cheese and then ate his dead grandfather. Oh, that's disgusting! Hopefully... He asked for his money back. Uh, oh, that is so disgusting. It's a bad deal. What? <laughs> Why? <laughs> oh. Grandpa. That's... Sorry, Grandpa. That's harsh. It's too much. It's a harsh life. That's too much. Mm. Did he use a fork or a spoon? Was or? he Was he like a huge fan of those? Of what? Double quarter pounders? Yeah. Or ash burgers? No. <laughs> I mean... At least that would be like a tribute. Like, I don't know, yeah, yeah, this like, was his favorite meal. I'm just paying tribute. No, I think he just wanted a quarter pounder, you know? You forget to eat on your way to the funeral. But I mean, I there. feel like that's disrespectful later. <laughs> like, I feel like maybe you're trying to, you know, do something nice at the beginning. Well, but grandpa's then, dead. What does he care? Well, I mean, I guess they kind of worship their ancestors, so maybe they feel differently about it. But yeah. grandpa doesn't know what's going on. Uh, Still pretty gross. Eat them up. I'm sorry. That's disgusting. Yep. Okay. So, um, in f- in other food news, <clears throat> <laughs> great segue. <laughs> KFC is reportedly looking for a healthy. By the old- way, not food news. When you go to KFC, <laughs> <laughs> not food news. Reportedly looking for a healthy ar- alternatives to add to their menu and. <laughs> Wait for it. I'm excited. Vegetarian chicken is one of them. Fantastic. The meatless option will have the same blend of spices as their regular chicken. Mm. But, I mean, let's be honest. 
But without the happiness. Being the healthiest option at KFC will be a little like being the best Fantastic Four movie. Oh, I mean, wow. just because you're the That's best. Terrible. You're still bad. Just because you're the best option in your category doesn't mean that you're a good option, yeah. period. Of course, they'll probably find a famous vegetarian uh, to play the colonel, you know, in the commercials. Yeah. I feel like for, you know, famous vegans, maybe like Russell Brand, he'll be like, listen up, loves. This new Kentucky faux chicken is so finger-licking good, you might not want to shake your hands with anyone anymore. Mm. Their fingers will probably be bathed with their own tongues. I know mine were. Long live the fist bump. <laughs> it's sort of like saying... It's sort of like saying having the best Russell Brand impression. <laughs> You're still doing a Russell Brand impression. So, at the end of the day... I no mean, one wins. <laughs> I can't exactly do like a Natalie Portman impression, who's also a famous vegan. So yeah, I was just trying to go in that you direction. You get too love struck by the time you try to even get I into mean, the obviously. Yeah, I know. You have problems. So what's Natalie. what do you what do you have next, Mister Uni? Oh, this is. Uh oh. Yes, I'm getting a little controversial here because I'm going uh, straight up religious. Oh. Religious, coming straight from the Vatican. Okay. It's what well the Pope known. do now? Here we go. It's well known the Vatican has been rocked with its share of problems and scandal in recent years. And they have finally said enough is enough. Uh-oh. Okay? They are drawing a line in the sand of right and wrong. Okay? They have done it. That's right. The Holy Church of Rome has banned gluten in sacrament bread. Wow. Yes. The Vatican took a long, hard look at the problems facing the church and realized... Clearly gluten. Gluten has been the problem all along. Good riddance, you filthy wheat byproduct. (laughs) That is what the problem has been all along. It's literally brains full of gluten. I mean... It's gluten brain, dude. That's what happened. That is the problem with the world today. That is. Clearly. That is. And if they can rid the world of that... I mean, At least during religious ceremonies, you know, when you're trying, when you're trying to pay homage to the Lord, you, you know, wanna, you don't want gluten part of that. No, it's weighing you down. It's weighing you <laughs> Literally. down. Literally, good Lord, celiacs. <laughs> We're with you, celiacs. <laughs> Celiac for life. Hashtag. Sign up for it. It's happening. So, in sports news. In uh, more obscure sports news, uh, a 19-year-old Juan Miguel Echeverria. Wow. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. You speak foreign. Echeverria. 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 Made a 28.97-foot jump. Long jump. And almost cleared the sandbox in the process. Good lord. Officials said a slight tailwind aided the jump, which came relatively close to the long-standing world record. Slight tailwind? That's a... Did a tornado hit him in the butt? To the long-standing world record set by none other than Netflix for jumping to the conclusion that because I watched Arrested Development, I would be interested in watching Into the Badlands... (laughs) Oh, that's such a reach! It's not wow, even, it's not even a comedy. I think <laughs> I think it's time to Netflix 
Your algorithm, Netflix. That's right. Oh, that was well played, sir. I did not see that coming. Okay. I like the I like the left hook. Yes, I did not. That was, you know, I did not see that coming. That was it's good stuff. There you go. So, great story. <laughs> A great story from the state where I live. Which state is Florida. Which is Florida. Because if you're ever, if you're ever if you're ever looking for a state where the world's most impossibly imbecilic, idiotic, moronic, brainless, <laughs> fart-brained moron garbage you realize, happens. You realize you live in this yes, place. Yes. You choose to live in yes. this place. I well, my parents live there, so I want to be near them. <laughs> Because if if my parents didn't live there, I would not live in Florida. Florida okay, is, fair, fair enough. Fair Florida enough. is a. I feel like everyone's parents live in Florida, though. Yeah, that's well. It eventually happens. Everyone, or at least everyone's there. grandparents. Yeah, it's it's a it's a pretty awful place, and you it's either it's either the scariest swamp people you've ever seen in your life, or it's everyone's two hundred and sixty two years old, and Lord knows how they still have a driver's license. It's the worst place on the planet. <laughs> It's so funny because, you know, honestly, people will be like, oh, God, it must be so nice to live in, live in Florida, you know, because it's a place Oh, you get the beach, where, like, right there. Go, yeah, well, I live and work in Florida. I never go to the beach. I live 10 minutes from the beach. I never go to the beach. You're the worst. No one who lives in Florida You're goes the to the worst. beach. It doesn't happen. It's literally a dumpster fire filled with <laughs> people who are the scariest people you've ever... And the problem is, if you go 10 minutes in from the coast, it's literally... You think, you think Kentucky... In-state Kentucky is bad? Oh, my goodness. The banjo sounds when you get 10 minutes inside of Florida. People are just riding alligators. Oh, it's terrible. (laughs) Yeah, it is just... Just like you're literally issued a wife beater. Yes. Like as soon as you... As soon as your zip code changes, as soon as you're like, you move to that district. Yes. And literally, there's maybe... By the way, I have a lot of family in Florida. Sure. Hopefully. There's three weeks. Hopefully? What? (laughs) Hopefully they're still there. You hope they didn't die and you didn't know about it. (laughs) I mean, hopefully they're listening. Hopefully they, you know, support the blanket. There's like... The other thing is that people have to understand is there's like three weeks out of the year that Florida is nice. The rest of the time, it is not... Look, Florida is not a place that human beings should live. It's made for swamp creatures. Okay? (laughs) Whether they be some form of human or whether they be alligators, whatever, it's made for swamp creatures, not actual. So what you're saying is Guillermo del Toro, however you pronounce his name, should move there. Yeah, because he's kind of terrifying. Well, he made that movie. Yeah, about the swamp monster. That was a bit clearly of a rich. obviously has like yeah a unique relationship. With See, one of the things, things. you the th- one of the things you want to remember when you're doing uh, like a podcast to a public audience. Yes. Is to not make esoteric references to things that no one will get. I, I'm pretty sure it won. Right there, I'm pretty sure it won Academy Award for Best Picture this year. Once again, so doesn't matter. <laughs> doesn't matter. You still didn't get anybody. Do you really think people watch the Oscars? No. No. Okay. So. In Florida, okay, that was a big. So we're going to circle get around way, way back, back around to yes. Florida. This is how this works. A man shot himself in the genitals. Oh. After. Wow. Here it goes. 
sitting on his own gun. All right? There it is. A man named Cedric Jelks jumps into his Nissan Altima, fat ride. Hey. Jumps into his Nissan Nissan Altima. The gun was on the driver's seat. And as he jumped into his fat ride, shoots himself in the crotch. Right there. Straight shot to the crotch. Right in there. Then burst into a stranger's house in a panic, rushed into the lady's bathroom, and tells her that he shot himself in this vicinity. She rushes, she calls the police, you know, gets him rushed to the hospital. The best part is this genius, not only did he shoot himself in the crotch, but he may go to jail for it. Because he's a convicted felon. Wow. And he shouldn't have had a gun in the first place. Now, if you're looking for places in the United States where this can happen, there's three of them. (laughs) Okay? It's Alabama. It's Louisiana. And it's Florida. And it's Florida. There's only three places. Okay? See, Floridians who live on the eastern, eastern coast where it's real cosmopolitan, there's lots of money, stuff like that, they like to try and pretend... Like, they're not living in... We're, we're not really in Florida. Yeah. We're different. We're different than the rest of Florida. It's like they live in Florida Plus <laughs> or something like that. You know? Florida 2, Electric Boogaloo. No, I hate to break it to you. You live in a swamp <laughs> full of swamp people and people who shoot themselves in the crotch. Welcome to Florida. Welcome. It should yes. be on the sign. That's right. Welcome to Florida. We shoot ourselves in the crotch. <laughs> in Buzzkill Nudes this week... <laughs> Random transition, but okay. There was a rumor that Kevin Feige, the head of Marvel Studios, would soon be the new head of Lucasfilm. That rumor, unfortunately, turned out to be false. While I actually love the new Star Wars movies, and I think Kathleen Kennedy, the current head of Marvel or of Lucasfilm, has done a great job, I can't help but think that Feige would do a more Marvelous. Oh, come that's right. On job, <clears throat> but it's Ugh. but it's not happening. So let's all just hope that JJ pulls a rabbit out of a hat or a porg out of a stormtrooper helmet, wow. or something to finish finish this new trilogy. Uh, but in other Star Wars news, George Lucas revealed more details about what he would have done. Differently, had he made episodes seven, eight, Can and nine. Can be honest that George Lucas should no longer be included in Star Wars news? So, so here's what he's quoted it as saying. It would have been all Jar Jar Binks all the time. Uh, are, it, so in that vein, here's what he said he would have done had he done seven, eight, and nine. He says, and I quote, The next three Star Wars films, we're, gonna be, we're going to get into a microbiotic world. But there's this world of creatures that operate differently than we do. I call them the Whills, and the Whills are the ones who actually control the universe. They feed off of the Force. <clears throat> so I think I can safely speak for yeah. most, if not all, Star Wars fans when I say that after that haunting reminder of what could have been, Episode Nine. Will definitely yeah. be better with Disney in control instead of the director of the prequels. Okay, so get this. You're never going to believe this. It's crazy. 
they discovered literally like perfectly intact remains of a monk meditating uncovered in Mongolia from sometime in the 1800s. Okay. Like perfectly maintained structure of this dude. Okay. The body was covered in a cattle skin yesterday in the Songo Karian district. Yeah, I said that right. <laughs> sounds accurate. I didn't even have to practice it. Sounds it sounds t- very accurate. I totally speak Mongolian. Close to the country's capital, Ulaanbaatar. And there it is again. <laughs> I've been there. It's beautiful Precise. in the summertime. Ulaanbaatar. You should try it sometime. Uh, the mummified body... So the report in the Mongolia's morning newspaper, the mummified body sits in a lotus position as if still meditating... Turns out he was actually waiting for the latest iOS update. Oh, and there it is. Yes. Yeah. He very, was, very nice. Uh, I mean, I got to be honest, I don't disagree. Yeah. As one of the biggest Apple fanboys that there is. Yes, you are. That is highly accurate. Just waiting forever. Just and waiting. They found, at least he was at peace when he went, you know? At least the updates actually are beneficial versus Adobe updates. Which just make you want to rethink your Are life. They beneficial? Why don't you go ahead and ask yourself about the latest Mac OS updates and uh, go ahead and try that again? I'm, I'm happy. Every security professional on the planet hates every single latest Mac OS I mean, update. I'm not a security professional, so <laughs> Lord knows that. I'm an artist. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm an artist. <laughs> don't judge me. I'm an artist. I'm an artiste. <laughs> So, speaking of your hometown of Florida. My hometown. Your home. Your home. A quick-thinking Florida officer managed to detain an armed robber who was threatening to kill people with a hammer by throwing cans of beans at him. Major Jimmy Stanford from the Bay County Sheriff's Office hit the suspect with two cans of Bush's Extra Brown Sugar Baked Beans. That's the best one! After they were called to the scene with reports of an armed and dangerous man threatening employees at a rainbow store. Stanford said, My thoughts were, I could take these and hit them with them, and then I'm going to kill them. I'm going to get them! A Leslie the Alternative. (laughs) That's my impression of Officer Stanford. When asked to comment, I've met Officer Stanford. That's exactly what he sounds like. <laughs> when asked to comment, a spokesperson for Bush said, "This isn't the first time their beans have been used to knock someone out, but it may have been the first time it's happened before they made their way through the digestive system." Ooh, yeah. Was that Duke? <laughs> Roll that beautiful bean footage. <laughs> By the way, have you noticed? How the, how the Bush's beans, dude, has like suddenly become like, like a super hipster. He's got, he's got he's like, like wearing like, vests and has like a full beard this and a like shaved head. Clean cut, preppy look to like full biker dude now. He's got a huge Seriously, beard. He is like I think I think he when he did that when he did that dark side <laughs> video or that dark side commercial where he was like yeah, and then you can try Bush's barbecue beans, <laughs> blah blah blah. And everyone was like, hey, you don't look like such a, you know, puffy-faced moron anymore. He was like, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and keep Well, I'm just going to keep this look going. Yeah. question you got to ask yourself is how many Dukes have there been? Oh. What are you just taking? You talking about taking it to a dark place? Jeez. It's been a long time. Ain't no way that dog's holding on. Hey, you don't know, man. Duke number six. 
That makes me sad. Bring him in from the shit. Makes me sad. <laughs> so let me ask you this, Jacob. Okay. How would you like to go to a hotel in space? I would love to go to a hotel in space. I know you space. would, because you're ridiculous. <laughs> Houston-based Orion Span hopes to launch the first luxury hotel in space. Yes, finally. A 35 by 14 foot Aurora Station. They'll try to get it up there by late 2021 and bring guests on board the following year. You're not that far away. I mean, I'm ready. I'm ready now. Okay. It can accommodate up to four travelers and two crew members at a time. Racing them. Me and Ashley and Yoda and Gracie, obviously. Of course. Molly can stay home. That's going to be worth it. (laughs) When you find out the price tag, very simple. So it's 12 days long, you know. Adventurers pay $9.5 million per person. I mean, mean, you know. Yeah, so you can bring the family with that price. It's basically budget travel. Obviously. About $791,666 a night. And they're $80,000. The good thing is, your $80,000 deposit, it can be refunded. Oh, okay, okay. That's good. I mean, that's reasonable. Some of the promised attractions include zero gravity flying throughout the station. I would hope so. Views of your hometown from outer space. Very fun. The ability to take part in research experiments, like growing food in orbit. Uh, live stream with your family and friends at home via high-speed internet. Oh. And you get to learn how to urinate without peeing on your own face. So that's fun. Give that a go. <laughs> that's one of those trial and error situations. Yeah. Uh, I feel like that should be like day one, step one. <laughs> hey. I'm just telling you, don't pee on yourself. I, I I will try not to. So according to PBS, Antarctica is losing ice twice as fast as anyone thought. In fact, it's melting so quickly that with swimsuit season already in full swing, everyone is wondering, what's your secret, Antarctica? <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Here we go. Next up. Dude in Texas. Because Texas, everything's bigger in Texas. Okay. Pled guilty That's to, the rumor. to stealing $1.2 million in Foot- fajitas. I thought you were going to say footballs. Nope, fajitas. It is Texas. He was acting as a public servant during the time. He's been sentenced to 50 years in prison. His name... Gilberto Escamilla, oh, 53 nice. years old, was em- employed at the Daniel B. Hester Juvenile Detention Center in San Benito, Texas, until August of last year, when it was discovered that he was placing orders for fajitas using county funds and then selling them. <gasps> yes. No. For his own profit since 2008. Whoa. Nine years he's been doing this. The only reason he got caught was because the facility got a phone call telling them, we don't know where to come with your 800 pounds of fajitas. And they said, that's way too much fajitas for us. Why are you bringing that? That's when it was discovered. Escamillo was served with the maximum fine of $10,000 
on top of the $1.25 million he was ordered to repay wow. for the cost of the fajitas. No word yet as to whether or not he has to pay back the money for all the stolen Pepto-Bismol. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you what, I guarantee you, but <laughs> juvenile detention center fajitas ain't the top of quality. <laughs> I ain't grade A B. It's like grade R. I love how you didn't go to Z. It's like a random like le- like later letter, but not full. Grade Z is too easy. Grade Z is for the homeless. Grade R. That's great. <clears throat> so recently, AT and T completed an eighty-five billion dollar with a B mega merger with Time Warner. The merger combines one of the largest communications network providers with a major player in the entertainment market. And now they're looking to expand even larger to include Comcast and possibly Fox if their deal with Disney falls through. When asked to comment, a 13-year-old said, no matter how massive AT&T gets, they'll never be as big as your mom. (laughs) <laughs> okay, that was. I, I ask all kinds of people to comment. Cheap shot. <laughs> Cheap shot. Got a real sign. <laughs> I hope you feel good about that one. I I feel I okay do. about it. Yeah. I don't feel great about it, but I feel okay. Because see, every week that we, every time that we write this show, there's going to be one time <laughs> where it's like, you know what? I can't find a punchline for this. So your so, mom is gonna be it. I feel like that's a realistic and it makes me goal. Angry because there were literally at least five points where I was gonna attack your mother during this entire thing, but I haven't done it yet. So, but see, I didn't attack your mom. You're I attacked the collective listeners. Of the mom. <laughs> now you're attacking your mothers. <laughs> we're trying to get people to listen to us, and you're attacking their mothers. Nice. All right. All right. So this week. Great news out of Tennessee. Okay. Where all good news comes from. Parents brawled, literally, physically brawled at a youth softball tournament in Kingsport, Tennessee, throwing punches and wrestling each other to the ground. Video from the fight surfaced on Facebook shows a chaotic scene of adults screaming, punching, wrestling on a hillside while their kids... Beg them to stop. Wow. And of course, both of the teams of children were eliminated from the tournament. <laughs> oh, yeah, because yeah, it's, blame the, the it's definitely the children's fault. My question for you, Jacob, is All right. this. At what point should people just be sterilized? <laughs> I mean, I feel like that should be out of the gate. Here's the I thing. feel like, honestly, people should just across the board be sterilized, and then you have to go through a rigorous yeah, you have amount of testing process. to get approved yeah. to be able to have kids. That is a great idea, because do we not have enough stupid people? I feel like there's an have an overwhelming abundance. amount. I think we have an abundance. Abundance of stupid people. We do. And the problem is, generally, stupid begets stupid. Okay? It's not 
it's not often. I'm not saying it's impossible because some of us come from stupid parents, I'm sure. <laughs> not me. I have great parents. But some people come from stupid I do parents. Too. Great parents. But some people, some people thrive. But True. But the majority of stupid people create stupid people. Yes. Right? Harvey Danger, been around the world and found that only <laughs> stupid people are breeding. Okay. It's terrifying. Yes. I'm just saying at some point... Let's consider sterilization. I, I 100% agree. I mean, here's the thing. You have a lack of license to drive, but you don't have to have a license to create another but human the, being. The problem with what you're suggesting is that who's in control of this world, really? Like The, lar- the large corporations. I'll control it. Who want very stupid yes, people. that is true. Who are easy right. to influence. You're right. So they control... I mean, yeah. let's be honest, like pretty much the politicians who pretty much yeah. keep the keep control the law. I'm with you. I'm with so you. So they're not gonna make it a requirement for people to be sterile. I agree. I actually think it would probably be the best thing that could possibly happen is people you. are sterile from the get go and then you have to I think you should have to be earn yeah. the right to you have really a kid. should. You really should. Go for it. All right, you're up. So, Disney and Pixar's Incredibles 2 Deuces. broke the record for the best animated opening of all time. Well, it should, because Incredibles is awesome. Raking in an estimated $180 million in its first weekend in theaters. But the truly incredible news came from an unlikely new hero. To thousands of regular dudes when comedian Pete Davidson from SNL <laughs> announced his engagement to, to Ariana, Ariana Grande. Grande. Uh, yes. That's right. Ariana Grande. I would just like to say <clears throat> well done, Pete. I mean, I married up, but you're marrying up so high, you're going to need an oxygen tank to say your vows. I mean, I would say that she's out of his league, but that would be like comparing Babe Ruth to a five-year-old playing t-ball. But hey, you know what? He got her. Good for him. I would just say send out those invitations before she changes her mind. Yeah, it scares me a little bit because of the fact that Pete Davidson, for her, is kind (laughs) of a rebound. Because she was with that dude, whatever his name was, Mac something. I really don't follow. Uh, her I, I don't life really enough. follow. I'm just saying what my wife told me. <laughs> <laughs> she was with him for like years though, and then broke up with him, and then all of a sudden she was with Pete Davidson for like literally. I mean, he's weeks funny. in Rome. Weeks. <laughs> she was literally with him for weeks, and they're engaged. I mean, great. I mean, hey man, hey, people high five and when you're happy, you're happy. Because Pete Davidson is. He's got some issues. He he does. And, and he openly pretty, admits he, he's, he's pretty open much. about it. And actually, you have to be proud of the guy for admitting his issues. Because he does have some serious psychological issues that he's dealt with. But you know what? A lot of people have serious psychological issues that they deal with. And for someone in his position to come out and say, I've got these issues. I deal with them. I fight with them. You're not alone. It happens to a lot of people. It's a very brave thing. So I agree. I have no, I have no fight against Pete, Pete Davidson. I want him to be super happy. And if 
Ariana Grande makes him super happy, which I don't know how that's possible because she seems a little vapid to me. I actually kind of think in some ways, because he's like a super intelligent comedian, I kind of think she's marrying up. He's not very he's not very pretty, but if you take like if you take the visuals out of the but situation. You never know. I mean, honestly, I feel like she when could she, be she could be super awesome. You know as what? A when she hosted SNL, she was actually great. Yeah. She I actually was oh, great. Oh yeah, when she did that um that they did like skit, the that title skit. She's fantastic. Her well, ability to, to impersonate other singers is phenomenal. Well, yeah, when but they that did comes the from uh, her ability it was, to be what able was to it sing like so the title? I thought it was the Jay Z's um, music service. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it's okay. called title. Okay. Yeah, where it breaks down, she has to do like Celine Dion, yeah, and Britney Spears, and they had to just like fill in. Yeah, she has. I she mean, was pretty great. There's no question that so she like, has some crazy singing. You have jobs. to have some amount of. You know, she's got a decent, she's got a good sense intelligence of and everything to be able to do comedic timing and stuff like that. Yeah, my only thing is not that she I needs know anything about that. Eat a sandwich, just seriously, just eat a sandwich. Carbs. I mean, I don't, Carb disagree. Up. I don't okay. disagree with that. Carb up. All right. So interestingly enough, most people don't know this. Baseball, the game of baseball, is still Stickball. is still <laughs> one hundred and sixty-eight games long. Spreading over seven months. And who, and the only question I have is who, seven who months, is watching? This? Seven out of 12 months of the year, baseball is on. And, and the only reason that it survives <laughs> is because it is played during the time when, when no other else. sports are played. Thank you. Because if any other sports were played, and I mean if ESPN televised Kiwi football. It would I actually, overshadow. I actually would love to I'd watch love televised Pee Wee football. That'd be amazing. That would be amazing. Yes. Okay. So, to all the people out there who actually care about baseball before the month of October, take up a hobby. <laughs> knitting. I don't care if it's knitting or if it's base jumping. <laughs> Find something to do with your life. <laughs> Because you are wasting it. If you care, there's an old saying in baseball. This is true. This is true. And this is from somebody who I work in statistics all the time, okay? Statistics and probability, numerics, okay? Okay. There's a saying in baseball everyone's gonna win 56 games, everyone's gonna lose 56 games. <laughs> okay. It's what you do with the other 56 that makes a difference. So my question is, by simple mathematics, if everyone wins 56 and everyone loses 56, get rid of that 112 games. Because everyone's going to do, that equates everybody, that makes no sense. Just play 56 games yeah. and go off of that. Thank you. Just do that. How about just play like 10? Yeah, I'm fine with that too. Here's my <laughs> thing. Play like like football players. I mean, honestly, like 10 games. People would be fine. Like that that would cover the bases, I Here's think. Here's where I have a problem. <laughs> well done, sir. <laughs> Here's where I have a problem with baseball. Okay? Anytime, anytime you call something a sport <laughs> and you can play a full game twice in one day, a quote unquote doubleheader, no. 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 Yeah. Okay? You try playing... Some people don't like soccer. They might say it's boring, but guess what? You try running seven miles twice in a yeah. day. No. 
You try playing two football games in a day. No. Try playing two hockey games on the same day. No. You would die. The second hockey game would be the most boring thing you've ever seen because it would be ten guys lying on the ice. Just asleep. Yeah. Okay? Any sport, quote-unquote, ping pong, (laughs) ping pong is more aggressive. I agree. Than baseball. Badminton, for that matter. Anytime you can look like Babe Ruth and be called an athlete, I have a problem with it. And that's baseball. Yes. I have a problem with it. Anytime you can look like Kurt Schilling, anytime you can look like any of these walking 320-pound behemoths who have to be home run hitters because Lord knows they can't run to first base without having a seizure. <laughs> it's not a sport. You're not an athlete. And no one cares. Period. Well, peop- some people care. Here's when baseball gets exciting. October, when there's a possibility of you being eliminated. There you go. Elimination So just start the- there. Yes. Just start there. Yes. Do it. Do- just cut I- out all the rest. No, no. I'm yes. even fine. No, no, no. Honestly, I'm even fine with a 56-game baseball season. <sighs> that still seems like a lot. No, because you can do a 56-game. Oh god, you can do a 56-game baseball season over three months. Okay. But baseball, baseball regular season lasts seven months. That's without including spring training, which is another two months in advance of that. So here's my thing. Baseball literally lasts three quarters of the year. Take out, like, the songs played at the games, the hot dogs, the beer. Take out, like, all the distractions and see if anyone still shows up. Let no one is there just to watch the game. Here's how to make it exciting, okay? Here's how you make it exciting. Here we go. Let the batter keep the bat. (laughs) (laughs) Don't throw the bat away. Take the bat with you. It would be interesting. And if you're running to first base and that guy's ready to tag you out, you can hit him (laughs) with the bat. Okay? I mean, even if you have now is literally like. Tonga fighting. It's almost like a, a a combination throwing in a little bit of dodgeball, like yes. with the full contact. With the wrench, if you can dodge yeah. a wrench, you can dodge a ball. <laughs> you can dodge a bat. This is what I'm you saying. Can, you can if win you the can game. Dodge it, dodge it. You know? I Let's mean, make this an athletic sport. I, I I'm just I'm on board. I th- I'm a fan already. Uh, that is actually it for us for this first episode of the podcast, the yes. Super Weirdos Shattered News Podcast. So I want to thank everyone for joining uh, us on this inaugural podcast. Inaugural podcast this Very amazing journey. Yep. And I also want to encourage you to subscribe. Encourage you to listen to the next episode. Be on the lookout. It'll be coming soon, soonish, soonish. There's and enough ridiculous w- news in the world that we can create another one. <laughs> so, but we'd also like to say that if if you would like to be a part of the fun, uh, please email us at superweirdosnews at gmail.com. Every 
every podcast that we do release, every episode, we will be randomly selecting one joke to be featured on the next episode. Per person. Per person. Per person. So you can't submit like jokes. 50 jokes and, you know, but we're going to submit. It's a game we're, of numbers. We're going to randomly select one person and one joke and we're going to read that joke on the podcast uh, for the next one at random. Uh, so we would love you for you to send that in to come up with some joke. Uh, we're not going to do anything political because, I mean, let's be honest. Politics are stupid and we're just, all bored with it just anyway. Just enough. Gosh. I mean, there you can literally turn on any media outlet and get as much political coverage as you could possibly oh, want. Yeah, but it's too easy. Like, politics is I mean, so it, it, it almost now. Is. It's, uh, it, it writes itself. It's so boring. So try to steer clear of the politics, but if you could come up with any sort of other news story and joke, feel free, and we, we will randomly select one and 100%. read it on the next podcast. We'll fight over it. <laughs> we, we, we and I'll win because I weigh like 60 pounds more than he does. But I'm just I, saying. I mean, I do have my Yeah, you're skills. scrappy, whatever. Yeah, blah, I, blah, I, blah. I, Say what you want, Spider-Man. I'm the Hulk, so shut up. We'll see. So anyway, uh, thank you so much for listening. And we will be back very soon. And just remember, everybody, don't believe everything you hear. 